This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hello, it's a me, a Dave, and uh, this is my wife Kathy. <laughs> Hello. This is uh, this is the Cinema. It's the podcast where we walk home from the movies. A uh, bit of a s- slight change in format today. Normally, uh, we walk to a movie we haven't seen together, and we walk home together. I have already seen this movie uh, a couple of weeks ago with our two boys, and you are going to go see this today with our two boys. So it's their second time seeing this movie, which is. Partially probably why it's one of the biggest record-breaking animation <laughs> box offices all the time. People are just bringing their kids all the time to this thing. Well, it's a top parenting hack. Um, separate your cinema experiences. Kids get to go twice and then you each get a morning off. Win-win. Yeah. Um, our kids have been obsessed with this movie for like nine months since they saw the teaser trailer. And they kept asking to watch the teaser trailer over yeah, and over, over again. Over and over. Anytime there was a new trailer, uh, <laughs> we, we'd show it to them. They were hungry to watch it over and over again. Yeah. There was They've a, there been was obsessed. A they got rapid Mario. excitement for this. So much excitement. They got a Mario and a Luigi Teddy uh, at Christmas. And then they saw the movie a day a few weeks ago. And um, the three-year-old Elliot said it was the best movie ever. The five-year-old said it's the second best movie ever after Matilda. So, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I'm excited. Boys, boys got taste. I'm excited. I love going to cinema with the kids and uh, it looks fun. I mean, fine. I'm yeah. happy to watch a Mario movie. I mean, I'm not going to say anything until so <laughs> after, the, after the fact. What, what are you, what's your familiarity with uh, Super Mario Brothers? Have you heard of this? It's a big video game. Thing. I have heard yeah, of it, yeah. yes. And I have played it lots of times. It's actually the only video game uh, as a young girl that I ever played played it a lot with my friends we, so used, to, we used to play a lot of Mario Tennis cross, on the Gamecube remember we used to play a lot of it when we yeah. were older but as a kid I also played it and I think it's one of those rare video games that back in the day was also open and accessible to girls playing um, and, and marketed at both genders so I think it's got a huge reach as a and never mind all the spin-offs yeah Mario Tennis Mario Kart Mario Olympics I'm sure we used to have it's just such a great game um, but what's, it's such wide appeal and what's interesting is it is um, our kids don't play video games no um, and yet Mario has such a far reaching uh, far reach as as terms of an IP and merchandise like we've got Lego Super Mario in our house we've got yeah. uh, Oscar just watches um, YouTube clips of uh, YouTube on YouTube kids of of people playing Mario Party <laughs> and they, he could watch it for yeah. I mean if we didn't turn it off because we'd, we'd find it narratively soul destroying because <laughs> he's getting nothing from it he's yeah. just watching but he just loves it and he loves it like oh who's going to win and in the and car that, we listen to the Mario music all the time there's brilliant music in it um, Luigi's Mansion being a favourite yeah Yoshi's Castle Yoshi, Yoshi's Island Lu- Yoshi's Island good one yeah. anyway let's go alright and I'll <laughs> all see right, you after very good right bye I'm not sure if you know who I am, but I'm about to rule the world. Wow, uh, <laughs> yay. But there's one problem. There's a human, has a mustache, just like you. <laughs> do you think I know every human being with a mustache wearing an identical outfit with a hat with the letter of his first name on it? <laughs> because I don't. <laughs> 
coming. Together, we are going to stop that monster. How? Look at us. We're adorable. Oh, I got this. No problem. Hi, we're back. Um, our kids are not uh, with us. They were not interested in talking to any of you people. Or us. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it's like a, it's like they're being interrogated. We're what like, was your favourite scene in the movie? <laughs> oh, I don't know. When are we home? They just love Bowser. They yeah. just love Bowser. Uh, I really enjoyed it though. Really enjoyed Good. it. Well, yeah. we should say there's no spoilers, no spoilers for this movie until Spoiler Street. Not that there's much to spoil I mean, here. I don't think there's a single surprise if no. you're familiar with. But what it did Mario. do is. Um, now I've not seen the original Mario movie, so I can't oh, comment well, that's on the plot of that. Oh, that's a whole other thing. But what this did, um, nobody could comment on the plot of that. I didn't realise the plot this movie was going to have in terms of the fact that. Actually, I don't know if it's a spoiler what I'm about to say, so I won't say it. I didn't realise the movie was going to go a certain route, which I really liked. Um, what I loved about the movie, the absolute when the movie like shone was when the movie was taking the game elements and the obstacle courses and like they were like full scenes yeah but with plots they were so much fun like when he's jumping on the box and he's getting different things and he's eating mushrooms or whatever and he's turning into different things it was so fun I think you're a bit generous I love how the they, plot here I thought it was really fun I really enjoyed Ultimate for Donkey Kong I, lo I think it's actually inspirational sorry inspiring not inspirational to cast Jack Black as Bowser yeah he was very good he was the best of actually the, of the voice I'm reaching for another word it was inspired um, and I had already heard his song because the boys have been listening to it loads peaches 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 very good and the fact that he was playing the piano loved uh, and I just had a, actually a lot of fun with it Dave yeah I, I mean I've been sitting with it for a couple of weeks now my, my I'll be honest I was a, I was um what is there? Is the do the Germans have a word for when you're both um, like incredibly stimulated, uh, like with your your eyes and ears and brain, but also incredibly bored? Because Probably. that's how I felt for about half of this really? movie. Yeah, in the middle, I was just like, I have not. There's no because what what it was lacking in. I think firstly to say the positives, this film is gorgeous. It looks like, wonderful. Yeah, it is like like skittles being beamed into your eyes. But it much is colourful and that, vibrant. Yeah, but no. The, yeah, the rendering is beautiful. Like Mario, as you know, a graphical character has, and all of the accompanying um, worlds and characters that has ne it has never looked better. Yeah, it was as wonderful. it looked up on that big screen. So and it was beautiful. Um, I loved hearing all the music cues that are so familiar and gets you with the nostalgia. But there's you know there's very little to grab onto here in terms of like. Um, character or plot you know stuff is just happening because it is happening do you know what I mean I think there was there's no more snake plot than stakes I, I mean we'll talk about it at spoiler street but for me I wasn't interested in any of that and and neither were our kids but also our kids don't care so it completely delivered for well, our, our kids, kids fundamentally misunderstood the ending which I found hilarious but they loved it like they've sat through it twice and would go a hundred times more yeah we because were willing it's, to. it's just a feast for the eyes they and we, I, when I went today with them um, to their little friends one of whom had also already seen it so I was with three kids who'd already seen it and they just all loved it yeah, and they're just they're pointing out stuff like, oh, that's Bowser, that's a that's a, a shy guy, do you know? Yeah. So they're just so happy to see that stuff on the big screen. So I would say I'm not surprised the film is raking in the money because um, it delivers exactly on what 
you would expect the Super Mario Brothers IP to deliver on. It has all of the recognizable elements. It looks like the game. It's got power-ups. Um, but I felt like, I just felt like I have a very high bar personally for um, animation. And we are living in a golden few decades of animation. So firstly, Pixar redefined... Yeah, but Pixar's what, past it. Like, Pixar I'll isn't... Uh, isn't it anymore? Let me can I let me finish because that it. was what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Um, Pixar redefined what um, animation could mean to the family because it has incredibly complicated and complex themes for adults, wonderful characters, and entertaining for kids. They did that in the early in the late nineties, early noughties. They are past it. I agree. Um, but Walt Disney Studios picked up the baton and have done some great work with. Um, Frozen and Moana. Zootopia, Moana. So, so that those movies are of such a higher standard than this. And then, and that's not even factoring in um, studios like Cartoon Saloon or Sony Pictures doing Spider-Man, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. You know, define standard. I think this film is of an incredibly high standard. Think of think of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse or the Lego Movie, right? They are tackling. Well, they've character- no, but they've got more complex stories. Yes. This film is actually, I think, targeted at a younger age group. Yeah, I, I agree. This is more a kid's film. And, and, and again, I not I think it is perfect as a kid's film mm-hmm. and deserves all the money it is um, bringing in for having done that. But I'm saying as an adult, this is adults listening to this podcast, we're adults talking. No, our typical audience is between the age of three and five. <laughs> I'm saying that if this was 20 years ago, I'd be like, oh yeah, we brought our kids to a kid's film and they had fun. We've been spoiled with a, a, a feast of bounties from Pixar and um, from like Spider-Man. The Lego Movie was like, our kids love the Lego Movie, and they, I, I love those movies. They are um, funny. They, um, they, like the the year I saw the Lego Movie, it was the best movie I'd seen in cinemas. I could not believe how inventive and wildly funny and clever, and actually, it had something to say about. Um, childhood and our relationships to toys and our imaginations. What I'm saying is, this movie could have done any of that, even just injected a little. But it didn't. It is just, and and I don't think I, I'm not criticizing it for being a bad movie because it is not a bad movie. It is a totally grand movie. It's, but on the part of we, actual kids films, actual animations. This is really high. Oh, there is there Drek. Is, I know. Yes, I'm. I'm. Watch of it is terrible. I'm fixing my sight very up high, yeah. and I'm saying this is nowhere near what I come to expect from a brilliant kids movie. But, but if I, I look downwards, for... I've got stuff. All a lot of stuff in this studio's wheelhouse: Illumination, Secret Life of Pets, and you know some of the DreamWorks stuff is just dregs. But like. But I watched the trailer before the film started, and you probably saw the same one for Elemental, which thinks the new Pixar. That doesn't I look great. I don't follow the trailer. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that like, looks I good. I actually really stand for like films, kids' films having fairly simplex, simple plots. But what this had was fairly complex visuals at certain points. So I, I have to say, for me, it really struck the right chord. Um, I think we should get into spoilers. But yeah. before we do, one thing I want to talk about because it was such chaos on the internet, like when Chris Pratt was announced as the voice. He's completely fine. Yeah, he's totally fine. Like, people need to just calm down. Like, yeah, the internet like, needs to honestly, take it. Honestly, he's completely fine. 
they make a bit of a joke about the Italian accent once, but he's basically I thought got they like de- an Italian-American accent. It's totally They fine. deal with that in, in a very clever way, I thought. I thought it was really clever. But here's, here's the thing. I don't know if you found this. I expected to laugh a lot more. I thought this would be funny. I thought it was funny. I didn't think it was very funny at see, all. I think I was just in a really good mood when I oh, went wow. to see it. It just kind of impacts you. There I were just two or three gags, but you know, even like the Minions movies have more gags than this. Yeah, um, I was just in a good mood and I love going to cinema with the kids and like it's my ideal way to spend a Sunday afternoon. So I can watch, I have a very low bar when I go to cinema with the kids, but I really enjoyed this. Now on to spoilers. Okay, so spoilers, spoilers now three. for uh, Super Mario Brothers, the movie. So. I don't know, what do you want to spoil? That, 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 so that big, bit in the beginning, I thought, was very clever with the ad. This and then is did what we I go overboard sure. on the accents? Very funny. What I wasn't Kind of sure a nice meta joke. Spoiler or not, and I think it is, because I've seen the trailer enough times, is that they actually exist in the real world. Yeah. And then they travel to this land. Yeah. Is that in the Bob Hoskins movie? It was, weirdly. The, right, the, but in, I don't, in I've fact, never seen that. In fact, the first, the first 20 minutes of this movie weirdly parallels the Bob Hoskins movie like it's exactly the same they have a plumbing emergency it doesn't go well they're down in their luck and then they <laughs> discover a pipe underneath Brooklyn which goes to a magical world like okay, so it's and the same that plot. is where the similarities end because the Bob Hoskins Dennis Hopper movie is wild I cannot it, believe from they... there on it's like a weird dystopian Blade Runner with dinosaurs I cannot believe they were in that movie like Dennis Hopper what the hell um... well that's the whole thing he hated it refused to talk about it afterwards <laughs> e- except to except to badmouth the directors it infuriates me when actors participate in pro- in, in projects and then badmouth them and refuse to participate in um in promoting them and that's a separate topic for a separate day it's a fascinating story everyone should go read up on the story <laughs> of the making of that 93 movie anyway, but, but it was I wasn't so bad that Nintendo that. refused to do anything with any of their properties <laughs> and, and cinema for what that 30 years and now they're sitting on an absolute cash cow we're going to see well I did notice sequels Yoshi was see. not in this movie so Yoshi is yeah, in the wings like waiting now so what I really liked is I like all the plot they're trying to go into their own business I thought the ad was proper funny that was I love yeah. the setup of them like being brothers and looking out for each other and I actually think that really resonates with our two and the fact that oh, Mario the older brother Oscar has his teddy and Elliot has Luigi's teddy and they kind of think that they're Mario and, El- and Luigi like it's so sweet but didn't didn't you think like Luigi's plot should have been like there's no there's no character arc here for anyone like shouldn't Luigi no. have had a moment where he's like I can do it by myself without my brother Mario no because their whole point was we're stronger together yeah I guess that but was it's a, just like, on, but David spoke it's for kids like. I know I know but it's, just, it's not it's much a, of a theme for kids to take home like surely it's a lovely theme because when I left with the boys I said to them you're like Mario and Luigi you're stronger together yeah okay. you look yeah, after okay. each other and I yeah. thought that was a really nice message yeah that's not bad um, like I'm sorry but like Luigi has always been and will always be C-list like he doesn't but, but deserve that's what I mean I, I just felt bad for Luigi why like I did think it was good, clever that they um Justice for Luigi. That they mixed, that like, like uh, obviously these games were made in the 80s and it was about rescuing a princess from I a castle. I love. I like that they just flipped that and he's, Luigi needs that. rescuing. And also, um, like Daisy's visuals annoy me, but I appreciate they stuck with how she looks in the video games. But I love but that she's she was actually... she's very competent and yeah, cool. She was, so it's always about rescuing her from Bowser. That it all wasn't this. Nobody helped her um, get away from Bowser. She it, did it herself. If anything, she's too competent. Like, she, why does she need Mario? That's what I kept asking. No, but that was the whole point. She didn't need Mario, but Mario needed to come and get his brother. Yeah, I suppose. So she's like, you can tag along. And I have to say my favourite oh, scene 
Now, I have two f favorite scenes in the movie. One of them was when she says, like, you can come with me, but only if you do this obstacle course. Yeah. And it's basically like a training montage of Mario, like, learning how to do all the stuff. I thought that was properly enjoyable. Like, I really, really enjoyed that. It was fun. And then he didn't even complete it, which is quite funny. And then my other favorite scene was Bowser on the piano. <laughs> yeah, that so was, I mean, that was without good. Without that scene, without that song, and you having played it to me before I saw the film, I don't know that I'd have... When he's speaking, I wouldn't have recognised Jack Black's voice, would you? Um, no, although it is so, yeah, as, as you're right. Like as modified. When he's singing, well, he's pr he's probably putting on a bit of a voice, yeah. you know, or a deep voice, but when he's singing, yeah, it's so... And like, then that scene when Bowser and his, what's him. his name again, his little minion, are acting out the, like, the proposal yeah. scenes and stuff. Like, I thought, <laughs> and what I really liked is that he's, like, he wants to propose to Princess Peach, and, um... And she's just like, I won't marry you. And then she starts going up the aisle and then like she beats him. And actually, I'm really glad to see all that because it's just embarrassing how she is in the video games. But hilariously, when I say our kids didn't understand the plot, I said, what was your favorite bit? And Elliot said, when Peaches and Bowser got married, I was like, <laughs> uh, and he didn't get married. And um, the, probably the most boring bit, but it's fun. But it went on too long was the Mario carpet. Yeah, I thought the, um, that was the best action scene. I thought. Yeah, it was really good action. It was really well done. Um, no, the best action scene to me was um, like, I love Donkey Kong and Mario's fight. I thought that was Oh, that was brilliant. quite good. I, yeah. I thought Seth Rogen was badly cast. I, I, I just thought all I heard was Seth Rogen. Do you know, I didn't recognise his voice. Are you <laughs> kidding me? He even had the Seth Rogen laugh. I mean, it was just, I, I, I it really, was too, it was too much. I love the rest that of, scene of Everyone else kind of disappeared a bit it was like Mario and Spartacus it was like Mario with Spartacus I just really enjoyed it. but it made no sense none of, anyway, as soon as they start thinking about any of this like why didn't Peach do it she's way more competent as we know because the king challenged Mario and that's all you need to know uh, sure okay um, Cranky Kong is his name um, <laughs> who was also very different than he is in the games and I, I loved all the little like mushrooms toad I loved the visualisation of the different worlds like I think like it's such a big achievement to stay true, uh, so true to the core of the visuals of the game, but look at like a completely different planet. The scale is so beautiful on it, and I think I guess next movie they're going to have to do like Mario Tennis. <laughs> How are they going to bring in all the different games? I, yeah, I don't know. I did enjoy because I don't recall, but I must have played it at one point when Mario turned into like a cat and stuff. Yeah, that's. Look, and they made a gag. And did you tell me everyone? Super Mario Brothers Wii. Yeah, so that was kind of fun. I just, I had a load of fun with that. I recommend anyone go and see it. To be honest, that has kids. I wouldn't recommend it. Like go on your own as an adult. Talk about that Peaches thing, right? It probably is the 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 most interesting thing in the movie, right? And I think it's got like loads of views on YouTube, and they've done a music video of Jack Black. But it's okay that's how it, that, that song reflects how I feel about the whole movie I'm listening to that song and when I saw Jack Black had a song about Bowser being in love with Peach I thought that's such a great idea it is such a this great is idea this is going to be so funny and I can't wait to hear the lyrics they've done and are we going to get is this Flight of the Concords kind of level stuff and then it was like and then it's just Peaches 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 yeah they could have done and I'm more. like it's, it's like they just sat Jack it's almost like they just caught Jack Black riffing one day and they were like or they were just like hey could you just sit at that piano and we'll, we'll riff something it'd be really funny and, and it felt like they did not go beyond that so no yeah. extra work like and the lyrics could have been the lyrics are just you're so cool I'm gonna love you forever and I'm just like guys like where are the jokes 
And yeah. that's what I felt throughout a lot of this movie. So I and guess the joke is that Bowser's sitting at the piano and, and singing, but to your point, they could have elevated that. But th- yeah, make good some funny writing. I think there's no, there's very little effort went into the writing of this movie, or not very little thought beyond it, beyond maintaining the integrity of Nintendo's characters and its brands and getting all the IP and, and Easter okay, eggs, which though. they did very well. Yeah. So that's what, but that's my whole point is that they did a fine job and they did exactly what they needed to do and they've made a load of money but it's just it's just missed opportunity I'm just like couldn't you have just punched this up a bit and put some extra layers of like I don't know like characterization or comedy or just like I and my that's my whole point is we have been spoiled for 20 years with some of the finest like four quadrants entertainment you can get and this isn't it you know this is very very serviceable to one quadrant Completely and then the rest of them and the box office would say otherwise this movie is absolutely blowing away records right uh yeah but like I, but movie, money doesn't equal quality but like in my, we've both in my mind. paid for our kids to see it twice and we've each paid for it yeah and I think that was good value <laughs> but does that mean I think this is this oh this is one of the best animated movies I've ever seen but no one's asking if you think it's one of the best animated movies you've ever seen Aren't, isn't that the very nature of this conversation no. isn't that what we're trying to ask and, no we're and, just trying and to like, ask how is this movie where in does relation, this stack up in relation to itself and I've answered that okay this is it, it's f- absolutely fine it's like it does what it needs to do, but I'm like, why didn't they put more effort in? Okay. Um, the animators did great work, and and the other thing that bothered me was the needle drops. But like, why is what aha? You you've got you've got you've got thirty. What do you mean needle drops? Thirty years, the music cues. You've got thirty years of iconic Mario music to pull from, Donkey Kong music, everything like incredible, and a lot of that's in here. But then take on me. Is the song they use I really for the go karts? That. No, that, that I felt really like I'm, now I'm in a Minions movie. Okay, stop. You're I, just like quoting okay. pop culture. It's just uh, I, I, that's not quoting pop culture. That's using a song. ACDC. And I liked when he had I no. need a hero for his montage. No, really enjoyed that. no, yeah, really, really I did. It. No, just use the music. And I Keep really liked when game. Bowser was at the piano and he's like jam with me to his Minion and they were playing the Mario music, but then he also slammed it on his hand. I thought it was fun. Anyway, thank you for listening. Let us know what you thought. <laughs> Why aren't the... you letting me have a go at this movie? You've had a go. Yeah. No, but you 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 are really put out by this. I'm not put out. And you're like, Dave, it's just fun. It's I just like what's down. the whole point of this podcast except to like pick things apart and say what that what could have been better or what okay. was good. It's That's the vibe I'm getting from you is like <laughs> How dare you? By no means do I care about this movie or like I'm defensive of it. But my theory is that the stuff you're saying but you think it should be punched up and a bit funnier. I would imagine it's probably the opposite where there was probably a lot more in that the studio would have just taken out because it's such a family brand and such a young age And Nintendo are famously careful with their brand. There's very few game properties that are aimed at kids as young as this is. Like, yeah. I, not, I mean, I'm no games expert, but absolutely none that I can think of. I would imagine that any kid today, the first game they'd have access to is a Super Mario one, maybe a Lego one. Um, so it, it's at that level of family entertainment. And I would imagine that were, were there funnier jokes or more layers for adults, they probably got pulled out. That'd be my guess. But what, yeah, I know. I know. So, but I'm not, I'm not asking for 
you know, slightly bawdy references that only the adults will get or anything like that. It's not, it's not a DreamWorks ask I'm asking for. I'm asking for, like, just put a bit of work into your characters and your story. Why are people doing this? And then, what, and then say something about really society. About you they can really, do that. They really thought about Peach, though. There was a big concerted effort there to make her an actual character. Also, Daisy not in this movie. So uh, loads to mind yeah, for the next Yeah, loads, movie, loads yeah. more, yeah. I look forward to more. Anyway, anyway thank you for thanks listening. Thanks for listening. Let us know what you thought. Yeah, um, uh, we're on Twitter, if you can find us. <laughs> We've lost our blue tick. It was a very sad day in our household. All the Cinema impersonators are going <laughs> to pop up now. Uh, and no, Twitter, we're not willing to pay you 1100 a month uh, to buy it back as an organisation. Thank you. They tried to push that to me this morning. Um, so we're on Twitter at Cinemile. We're on Instagram and Facebook at Cinemile. We are on Letterboxd at Cinemile. Um, and of course, come over to Patreon where we do regular TV and movie reviews. We just watched Midnight Run as a retro movie review this month, which was great. And we are doing weekly reviews of Succession. Yes, episode five is coming up. Bye. Bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.